Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... You're late, you fucking dickheads. Go fuck another fish, asshole. <laughs> you don't know what that's from? I don't think so. It's uh, it's from the last episode of Peacemaker. Uh, Did you watch that yet? Not yet. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. Oh, it's tremendous. It's a good show. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching it, but I'm not I'm not there yet. Yeah. No, it's uh the finale was uh fantastic. Was it? Yeah. And it got renewed for a second season. No, that's good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good it's a good show and it's like I the thing I like about it is it's so fucking James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I know he hasn't directed all the episodes. I know he directed like the first two. I know he directed the last one, but like it's in the vein. Yeah, but I mean, he wrote all of them. Yeah, like he's like, you know, like something he did like well, you know, during COVID. Yeah, he's like, I wrote this series out like thinking it will never see the light of day, and Warner Bros. was like, "This is a really good idea." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like what? Okay, you know, so it's like, but I mean, it's like it's so like. I just like it doesn't hold back. No. You doesn't. know what I mean? Like, it... it that's always your... Cons- like, I, I know, like, if you look at the Suicide Squad, like, it clearly doesn't hold back. Right. You know? And I like that about that, that movie. Like, yeah. it, it's... It, you know... Warner Brothers didn't try to reel in James Gunn. They let him make a James Gunn movie with some DC characters. Yeah. And this is the same thing. In a, in, a, in a sense. I mean, and it's... I mean, scene is amazing. You know, the, the entire cast is fantastic. and I, But, I mean, like, it's so fucking good. You know? I agree. Yeah, it's... I just like it. Yeah. I like that one line. I, guess. I mean, it's a terrible line, but... He goes... They were in the car, and something was said. You know, your dad's a Nazi fucking piece of shit. And he was like, "No, yeah, he's still my dad." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still love him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, in a twisted way. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, you know what I mean. Right. And he found out the hard way. Yeah. But um, you know. That's not why I like the show. I'm just yeah. saying well, I mean, like, it just doesn't hold back. It just lets it out. Like that that, that episode, the, the the nosy neighbor next that lives next to his dad is like, "Well, do you have a, a a cartel of of villains?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Well, Batman has a cartel of villains." He's like, "You know what? You know why I don't have a cartel of villains? Because I kill them. I smoke them. Batman doesn't have the balls to do that. How many people's blood are in Batman's hands because he lets those fucking idiots run wild? <laughs> you know, like, there's something. I'm, you know, obviously, I'm, that wasn't the exact quote, but like it was in that vein. Like, Batman's a pussy, and I'm like, oh shit! How did they let that happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know? he just doesn't hold back. No. Oh, it's so good. It is. It's a well done show. Yeah. For sure. I haven't really... Seeing your shows, I got kind of got caught up on Discovery. I, uh, I'm halfway through the last episode. Not last, but... 
Latest. The latest episode. I haven't watched the latest episode yet. But la- I watched last week's episode. Last week's was good. Yeah. This season's really good. It is. It's really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm loving every single minute of this season. Yeah. Yeah, just wait. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I like that. Um, it's very subtle. Like, they have, like, these subtle things where that I like about this show. It's like, you know, there's the ongoing relationship between her and Book, and there's the... Um, you know, with... Um, What's his name? Head of engineering. Yeah. Um, Anthony Rapp's character. Yeah, understand. Anthony Rapp's character and his his yeah. um, better half. For, yeah. You know, um, I like that. I, yeah. I like how, you know, it goes from this and then it goes into these subtle things. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and Saru with that chancellor or whatever yeah, it is. The Vulcan chancellor. Vulcan yeah. chancellor. I find that very interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like little stuff like that that comes about. It's like, oh, that's really neat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she really likes him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. likes him. Yeah. You know? And like, I just... We're, we're going we're gonna to share tea and meditate. That's, you know... Yeah, but still, I mean, like, there's a definitely a connection, connection. there yeah. between the two of them. Right. And... Because uh, she wouldn't just share tea and meditate with anybody. Not at all. No. And like he can call her at whim. Yeah. And that's just not something you do. Right. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Not from yeah. not from a commander. Yeah. Or a you know number one. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? So I find that all very interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I find like that's the stuff in the show that I really like. Because it's like I, I don't know. I, I love these little sub-stories within the main story. Yeah. It keeps it going. It's not just center-focused on that main story. Yeah. Like, the doctor having his own problems, being the ship's counselor. Right. And then fucking what's-his-name's like, yeah, you got to figure this shit out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're just like, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's, like, trying to, and he can't. It's, I mean, it, it's, like, it's interesting stuff like that. Yeah, it's just really well-written yeah um and it's, it's depth is really good you know it's not just a show like i don't know and it's been a build it's hard to describe like it's not like you know you're watching an episode of the a-team where they have one goal and the, yeah you understand what i'm saying like, right they got to get that done that's the story that, that, that that's yeah. it um and then again it it does drag on but it's a series that's supposed to do that right you know what i mean but it doesn't it just it's just well done I guess yeah like, best I can say it you know like it always got on my nerves with the X-Files with the smoking man it kind of I, I and I admit this completely is like I kind of got sick of the X-Files because I got sick of I like the one shots yeah but I think for that type of show I think that it fit very well well I, I the, pro, the, the, the main problem becomes and, it, and, it, and the X-Files is one of the shows that pioneered this right but it took it too long of there was this overarching storyline, but I think like where shows like Discovery get it right is it's that, that overarching storyline only lasts one season, right? Whereas like with the X Files, it lasted nine seasons, right? You know what I mean, right? Like, you know, I think back like you know having just watched it, being fresh in my mind, like Babylon Five had an overarching storyline that lasted four years, 
Right. You know, but I don't think you could have dragged it out more than a fifth season. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, you know, I, I think the problem with, with X-Files became, like, it was such a hit, they just kind of kept playing the, 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 the greatest hits over and over again, never getting you to a conclusion was right. the problem. Right, right. Like, it was like, okay, we're, you know, maybe it should have been a five-year run telling this overarching storyline with these one-shots in the middle of it all. And then you, you get that, that resolution. Instead, they just kind of dragged it out and out and out and never really gave you a resolution. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's... But that's what happens with experimentation with, with like... Yeah. Storytelling like that. Like, you're, you're changing... X-Files changed the way some storytelling is being done and because of the overarching storyline. And not just because, I mean, you know, again, if you think back to, like you said, like A-Team, Airwolf, all, all, all those shows in the 80s and the early 90s, right. it was all just like... One shots. Yeah. There was or a no, part two. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah. That was the infamous line, remember? Oh, yeah. Heart yeah, to, like... Heart to heart to be continued. Yeah. I, I, my first little favorite was always like, you know, like, uh, fucking Knight Rider. <laughs> yeah. Like... There's this like vigilante just driving around in a Trans Am, like there's no repercussions for, for anything, right. you know. But like occasionally you get like that to be continued episode where like you know, Michael Knight went up against his twin. Oh. The car had a twin, you know. You know, there's always some bullshit like that, yeah. you know. But like otherwise, like it was like, so um, yeah, we heard about you over in uh. Yeah, the town. What the fuck is that all about? <laughs> you know, like nobody yeah, ever yeah. questioned him. Like, you know, yeah. it, like how many little towns along California are there? Yeah, right. You yeah, know, right. <laughs> yeah. That's just Michael Knight driving around the desert, goes upon a little town. Oh, look, corruption. He fixes it, moves on. Yeah. You know. There's a guy on a dirt bike. He must be up to no good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid. Let's track this guy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was shit like that. Just that don't like, hurt the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, it was like stupid stuff like that. Yeah. But like, so like when you get to like a show like the X-Files, it was revolutionary and we played along with it because it was like, it's going to lead to something. Right. It's going to end. It's going to give us all the answers at the end, right? right, right. You know, nine seasons later, no. Right. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I mean, that was the, the downfall of it was, like, they didn't know when to give the answers or how to give the answers. But at the same time, like, other shows learned from that and did a better job with it. You know, but the flip side of that is, like, I think people are so burned out on that. Yeah. That, like, I think that's, you know, Brave New World, or not Brave New World, Strange New Worlds, mm. the, the the Enterprise show. Yeah. Um, you know, with Pike, that's just episodic. Yeah. There is no overarching storyline. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool. <clears throat> you know, it, it's, a, it's a refresher from, you know, what we've been... Right, right. ...getting, you know, from everything. <laughs> right. You know... But anyway, it's it's well done. Yeah, this show. Um, yeah, and I fin- watched the latest episode of um, 
1883. Yeah. I, I fucking love that show. Yeah. I do. I think it's phenomenal. Are you going to watch 1932? Probably. Okay. I'm going to watch this first. Yeah. But I mean, I know that's like they're talking about like that's going to be coming out in the next year. Oh, yeah. I'll watch it. Okay. But you, so you watch these two shows, the history of before you actually watch Yellowstone. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I, I, I like it because it's period, period, right. periodic. You know right. what I mean? Like, I like period pieces. Right. So anybody that knows me. Right. You know. I get that aspect of it, but it's just, it's funny because it's like, Everybody else is like, I'm so invested in this show that I want to learn the history of it. You're learning the history before you actually watch the main show. Yeah, I don't even want to watch the main show. Yeah. yeah I mean, until I watch this. Yeah. Um, these pieces first. Yeah. And then I may not even want to watch the main show. I mean, it would be like... Does that make sense? It would be like saying, like, I love Better Call Saul, but I've never watched an episode of Breaking Bad. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know... That's kind of like how I view it, like you know. Yeah, when I heard they were making a 1932, I was like, "Oh, I'm in." Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you know, I mean, if they do as well, that, that's one of the reasons why I liked um, uh, believe it or not, I watched the whole series of All Creatures Great and Small. Okay. The new one. Yeah. That came out. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I did. Yeah. It was a period piece. It interested me. I know the stories of James Harriet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it it was done beautifully. Yeah. I mean, for the time period. Right. And I just absolutely fell in love with the show. Yeah. Now most people would look at that show and be like, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah. But I love English TV like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's what made me fall in love with Doctor Who. Yeah. It was that English type TV? You know. Yeah. But um, but especially like period pieces like. You know, and I know. I watched Downton Abbey with Lisa. Yeah. I didn't really care that much about Downton Abbey, but I loved the period aspect of it. Right. And I loved how it dealt with things like yeah, beginnings of war and, you know, all this stuff that was centered around that time. It's just yeah. it fascinating. Um, so I will definitely watch 1932. Okay. <laughs> but I want to watch, I got to get through this. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, like you said, I mean, like, that's going to premiere later this year. Plus it has Sam Elliott in it, dude. Yeah. I, he's like one of yeah. my fucking heroes. Oh, yeah. I get that. You know? That's why I watched The Ranch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I watched, anyway, watched that. Um, and then two nights ago, I watched Tombstone. Oh, my. Yeah. It was on, and it was just starting, and I'm like... Mm. I can hear Stork stewing already. I fucking love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Man. I mean, it's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> you know. It's just so fucking good. Yeah. It is. I, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's like the ultimate cowboy action movie. It is. You know. With some amazing acting in the middle of it all. Yeah. You know. There's pieces of acting in there that... I mean, Kilmer fucking kills it. Probably one of his best roles. Yeah. Hands, oh, yeah. Hands down. Hands down. He's just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean... Phew. That's... I mean, of course, he was my favorite. Yeah. But 
Russell was good too. Oh, I mean, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott. I mean, everybody. All of them. All. What's his name? Uh, Titanic. What's yeah. Um, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. What's his name was in it? Yondu. Yondu. <laughs> Yondu. Can't remember. Michael uh, Roker. Roker. Oh yeah, Michael Rooker's in it. Yeah. Roker, yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many. I even think what's his name's in it? Sandman, Spider Man. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. I, well, I mean, I, I mean, think he's in it. It's a loaded fucking cast. I mean, just uh, even the bad guys were famous. <laughs> even like the. The low-life bad guys are famous. <laughs> yeah. Ringo was played by... What's his name in The Terminator? What's his uh, name? All right. So here, here's the cast. <laughs> so you got Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth. Powers Booth. Michael Bine is Johnny Ringo. Michael Bine. That's yeah. the guy from Terminator. Yeah. Right? Charlton Heston. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy from Terminator. Yeah. Charlton Heston... Jason Priestley, yep. uh, John Tenney, Stephen Lang, Thomas Hayden Church. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I know Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Billy Bob Thornton's in it. <laughs> Billy Zane. Yeah, Billy Zane was in that. I mean, it, it's just, it's like one of those, like, Terry O'Quinn. Frank Stallone's in it. Jesus, now we know we've got a hit. <laughs> <laughs> he played Ed Bailey. Oh, don't, don't make me look it up. What? Frank Stallone's greatest hit. No. <laughs> But uh, it's just yeah. I mean, that, that's that's just a, a a crushing, a crushing cast. Yeah, you know. Oh man, and what's his name was good in it. The guy, Bind. Yeah, I mean, he played Johnny Ringo. Man, was he good? Like Michael Bind is a really good actor. He is. Yeah. Like I mean, like I don't know what went wrong in his life. I know. That, like, he went from, like, being, like, that guy that you thought was going to be the next guy to, like, you know. Yeah. Hold the torch there. Yeah. And, I mean, and he seems like a, like, I always see, like, this me, like, this picture, like, like, it's this little girl dressed up like Ellen Ripley with the, with the gun. Yeah. Like, it's like this eight-year-old, and like, and he's recreating the scene where he's showing her how to use the fucking gun. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, holy shit, like, you're a good guy. Like, do shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like anybody else would be like, go fuck yourself. I don't, I, you know, I'm not getting paid enough. You know, yeah, yeah. no, you're you're taking the time and a con to you know, do this. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, I think he's a cool dude. Anyway, that movie's crushing. It does. It absolutely fucking crushes. Oh, my favorite part is when they fucking get him in that train yard. And 
they're just fucking blasting away, and there's fucking lightning coming down. Yeah. Kurt Russell's like, can you tell them hell's coming? Or something like yeah. that. You tell them hell's coming, <laughs> and I'm coming with it. Yeah. <laughs> or you, or you, tell them I, you tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's fucking a, yeah. flash behind it. Yeah. Ugh. Good <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, in every single Doc Holliday scene was good. Oh, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a single Doc. I mean, every time the man spoke in the film, you paid attention to him. Yeah. It, he was just that good. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kurt Russell was good. but I mean, people love that movie. He stole the show. But, like, yeah, he steals the show. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. You know, he's the guy that everybody remembers Especially in that movie. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just too good. Yeah. Too good. No, I agree. In his last fight. I'll be your Huckleberry. Dude, right out the, like. Oh, yeah. When you think it's Earp. Yeah. And he comes up with that gaunt face. Yeah. Yeah. That's badass. Right in the fucking forehead. Yeah. Ugh. Killer. Just killer. Anyway, that's one of those. I mean, you you remember like watch it. You're like, fuck, Val Kilmer could act. Yeah, he could act. He was fucking amazing. Yeah. You know. I mean, his other stuff was good. I mean, oh yeah. But, like, he just that was just a lot of chops in that film. Yeah. You know what I mean? To like stand out amongst that crowd. Is hard to do, and he did it. Like he yeah. stands out, especially at the time period, because Kurt Russell was big. He was like you know probably one of the biggest actors in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Elliott was huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was a lot of people in that movie that were like you know they're at the peak of their career. Here's fucking Val Kilmer, Mister Iceman, <laughs> yeah, showing up and stealing the show. Yeah, I mean, I think his previous work was The Saint, and I don't even. He was he was just really good in that film. He was. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Batman shows up and everyone's like, oh yeah. yeah. He's badass. That's yeah, such a good movie. And you know, I don't like Westerns. Yeah. No, you don't. But you love that movie. Oh my god. I do. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm gonna get shit for this one too, but I think that movie's better than The Unforgiven. Wow. I do. I. You ask me how many times I've watched Tombstone, and you ask me right. how many times I've watched Unforgiven. So I get that because well, I mean, like, because like to me, like, it's it, the funny thing is about Tombstone is like I said, it's not, it's not a western, it's an action movie set in a western genre. Right. You know, because it's not. I mean, it, like, Stork, our good friend Stork, the the besotted geek, he'll tell you like, you know, well, Wyatt Earp is a superior movie. You know, well, you're probably right. It's because it's it's a biography. You know, it, it's it's a lot more than just. I mean, but Tombstone is just a fucking straight out action movie, <laughs> and it's just like takes place like with these real life characters. Yeah. You know, and it's just really well done. It's fun and exciting, and it's everything that Wyatt Earp isn't because it was you know, fucking Kevin Costner who wanted to like you know win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like this you know. This boring fucking movie where, you know, Tombstone is like die hard in a western. You know? I think the only th- cool thing about Wyatt Earp is the cover of the poster. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, Wyatt Earp's good. Yeah. 
but it's just not. Yeah, it's not this. And I mean, you know, comparing apples to it's like to me, it's, to me, I feel like you're comparing apples to oranges, because Tombstone is setting out to be an act, an, act, an action movie. Yeah. Wyatt Earp is setting out to be a biographical period piece. Right. You know, two completely different fucking things. Right. right. You know, and I'm not putting down Wyatt Earp. It's just it's you know. Yeah. If I if if I want to watch Wyatt Earp, if I want to learn about the history, the 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 man that was Wyatt Earp, that's a great movie to watch. Right. If I want to watch fucking cowboys going batshit crazy on each other, I'm watching Tombstone. <laughs> you know, I'm watching Windwalker, man. <laughs> Windwalker. That's not a bad movie. It's a great movie. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere, yeah. Doesn't exist. Yeah. It must be in the HBO vaults. Yeah. Because that was an HBO movie. I know. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. I did. I thought it was fucking great. That was on Hobo all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, Val Kilmer's second best movie. Um, no, I can't think of the name of it. Line in the Darkness? Yeah, The Line in the Darkness, yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. That fucking movie's amazing. Scary as fuck when you think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and true. Yeah, one of the many reasons. Like, but this may be like number one why I don't want to go to Africa, mm-hmm. anywhere in Africa. <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, there are lions that are literal serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Speaking of serial killers, I've been <clears throat> listening to this uh, uh, podcast, um, True Crime Kent. Yeah, and. Uh, I listen to them twice a week. Yeah. And I probably listen to two or three episodes a week. Yeah. Because I listen to it on the way down, you know. Yeah. And then on the back. Way yeah. And um, uh, anyway, there's Kent and then there's the guy called The Operator. And they freaking, uh, he says, hey, do you remember this? There was he was started to sing a line from a movie, and he was like, "And see if you can guess what I'm saying." You know, like yeah. they were talking about at one point. I don't know. They went down a rabbit hole and they got into songs that just remind them of things. And right, says and they're like. Oh, what? You know? Oh, yeah, that's fucking uh, Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so they, you know, of course, they guessed it. It was funny. It was just funny that yeah. they did that because that's something you and I would do. Yeah. But uh, um, me and my dad went down a rabbit hole, like, I think it was Christmas, talking about that. And, like, like we were, like, watching, like, the Scottish National Orchestra perform it and shit. Like, really? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, we were finding all sorts of different versions of it that, like, we're just like amazing to listen to. Oh, it's a great. It's, oh yeah. It's just a really. I I don't know who did that. I don't want. I want to. I don't know who did it. I, I Horner. I I, I want to say Horner was the guy who was a composer for the soundtrack. But that like that that piece of music is actually like like Celtic yeah. and like it's like it's like tradi- a traditional Celtic. Thing like I can't remember my dad was t- explaining it to me. It's like, but it's like Celtic in, in origin. Like it wasn't something that Horner wrote. He took it 
and used it in the movie. Yeah, because it was an ongoing thing. Yeah. Um, but the most beautiful thing about that is, is it starts with that. Yeah. Especially during the scene where he's fucking running through and p- killing people and picking up their weapons oh. before they even fired the shot. Yeah. To protect them to get out get yeah. out of the fort. Yeah. And when he was in the woods, remember how he yeah. was tracking them all through the woods and he was yeah. he was taking them out before they even get the shot off so he can get the gun to fire the other yeah. shot. Uh, Which he does later on yeah. in the finale. I know. Yeah. But, I mean, but still, like, the first time you see that, you're like, holy shit. That is that was I, when I first saw that I was like that, that's a that's the most incredible thing I've ever seen on on fucking film. Yeah, still to this day. I think yeah, it's, but it's it's set to that backdrop of music. Yeah, and it starts with that, and then like, and then it that starts to fade, but still you can still hear it. Yeah, and then and then like the main orchestral piece comes in. Yeah, but as that slow piece is going, that you know what I mean. Yeah. Just amazing, but the end of the movie, oh. Oh. yeah. I mean, that's. I got chills right now. It's it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time, ever. Period, period piece movie. Just the setup in the valley with the redcoats. On yeah. the first attack. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Unbelievable. <laughs> I could have swore that was Howard Shore who... Hmm? I could have swore it was Howard Shore was the guy who did the... Uh, I'm trying to find it, of course. You I don't can't. have to find it. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah, I mean, like, like that ending. Like, I mean, with that piece of music. Yeah. And, like... It, it just it's, it hit at the perfect point. Yeah, like it was just so well edited. Yeah, like at the peak of one point of the music, that's when she falls off the back oh. of the cliff. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> There's a point in the music when that theme was going because the theme runs through the entire movie. Yeah. Um, there's a point where they're both cradled up on that hill, and he's looking out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just tons of moments like that where it's just like, damn. They fucking did this right. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh. I mean? So fucking good. I. And like, what's amazing? I mean, that's like the only movie you you see this from the French Indian War. Yeah. Like of all the periods of like wow. American history, like the French Indian War, like it's. No what? love whatsoever. What's that movie we watched? Wasn't that taking place during the, the French and Indian War, that horror movie? What, the uh, <laughs> Brotherhood of the Wolf? Yeah. Wasn't that the French and Indian War? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't really count. <laughs> no, I'm not counting that one. Because I mean, that one was batshit crazy. <laughs> you know, but it was so, <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. But that one, <laughs> that wasn't the... Uh, yeah. We can't really count that yeah. one. That's not really historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like saying uh, Link and the Vampire Hunter was yeah. the story guy. Yeah. But, uh. Do you remember, like, when we were watching that, we were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's like, what is fucking happening right now? This is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. Ugh. It was good. Oh, my. But anyway, you're right. I mean, there hasn't been anything really on the French French and Indian War. And there's never been a movie. Well, even this wasn't a movie about the French and Indian War. But it, it, it kind of is. I mean... It, well, it, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, yes. Yeah. You're right. It, it takes place within the French and Indian War with the battles. and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Indians were wor- working on behalf of the French, and I, you know, like, because the French were telling, like, the, you know, the British are just going to take your shit. Yeah. We won't. Yeah, we you just know. want the fur. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, you know, so it was like, we would just want New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a couple things we want. It's, yeah. So, I mean, but, it, I mean, it's uh-oh. a... Spanish can have Florida. It's a fucking amazing movie, and you're just like... And graphic. Yeah. It wasn't like... I mean, I think that was... I mean, it was an 80s PG-13 movie, but it's graphic it and It could have violence. been an R. Yeah. I mean, like, not a hard R, but it could have been an R movie. I mean, that was one of the first times I've ever seen someone scalped. Yeah. Like, really, like, like, like up close. Yeah, like, accurately. Yeah, being yeah. scalped. Right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. It was, it was nuts when I first saw it. That, yeah. During that first attack. Yeah. The shit that was going on in that first attack, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we've seen it in films before. not But like, not like that. No. No. You know what I mean? This was like, damn, this is yeah. This is war. This yeah. is what this was like. I mean, this, this, was, this, was, this movie tried very, very hard to pay homage to Native Americans. Yeah. Like on all honesty, like I, I honestly believe that. I mean, th- this is a probably a more historically accurate portrayal of them, and even like, I mean, the in like at the end of the day, like the the Native Americans aren't the bad guy. Mm-mm. As a whole, I mean, that one guy is. Oh. You know, he he's a bit of a dick, but like the rest of them are like, even they're like, you know, we don't agree with your tactics. So you can get the fuck out. Right. Right. You know, you, you can you can take the white girl with you, because yeah. we don't we don't want her around. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're gonna let Daniel Day Lewis and his dad go because you stay alive. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Mm. I will find you. I, 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 I yes you will. Yes you fucking. <laughs> By will. God you will, Daniel yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> you will, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I so, I, I know. I but I agree with you. I, I mean, think. you know, like, I mean, like, so, like, the, the tribe was just like, hey, you need to get the fuck out of here, because, like, you are going to bring hell upon us, and we don't want it. Oh, when they were burning that guy alive. Oh, oh I mean, and he, boom, like that. And, he, and he, he saw him. Yeah. He knew. Like, he was like, please. Yeah. Just take me out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, the second he got far enough away, he takes the shot. Yeah. You know. Incredible. Yeah, and the little brother's like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta get my bitch. <laughs> Great movie. Oh. Great movie. It is. I mean, it's I, I, people who I, I don't understand people who like. I shouldn't say that because I mean you, you know, not everybody has the same taste as me. I get that, but like that's like one of those movies. Like to me, it should like, just, like be universally revered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, it's it's got something for everybody. It's a it's a period piece. It's 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 historically or. Mostly historically accurate. It's got this amazing love story. It's got 
amazing action sequences. It comes from an amazing book. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to this that, like, to me, like, it's one of those rare movies that, like, even if you don't like action movies, you like this movie because it's so well done. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. Yeah. And scenic-wise, it's even, like, where they filmed. Yeah. was just... Holy shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was really good. Really good film. Ugh. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's up there for me. Oh, it's me one too. of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. That and Brother of the Wolf. Wow. No. I think we watched it in French too with like English subtitles. Of course we did. (laughs) 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 Of course we did. Yeah. (laughs) This is before Netflix and all this shit. Yeah, I mean we're we're taking Redbox, I think. Not yeah, I don't even think it was Redbox. I think this is something that like I think we went to Blockbuster. <laughs> taking taking care of two babies. <laughs> Watching Brotherhood of the Wolf. Watching Brotherhood of the Wolf while drinking pounded Budweiser. What's wrong with that? I don't know. You're like, what the fuck is this movie about? I don't know. It's fucking great. Look at this French. It was French. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's gonna be uh, <laughs> so yeah so for me as you know anytime there's a period piece that comes out I'm, I'm all on it yeah that's, I think that's why, why I like Wonder Woman so much yeah you know what I mean um, any movies that that take place in time periods especially like especially pre nineteen hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I just love those pieces. And I did, I mean, I like Saving Private Ryan and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, like, um, Ryan was a little bit different. I only watched Private Ryan a couple times. Well, I mean, I mean Got that. long in the tooth. The, pro- the other problem with that movie is, I mean, it just, it, it ranks up there with me, like, in, like, it's those movies that, like, okay, you have to watch this movie. I can appreciate how good this movie is. I, you know, but I never want to watch it again. Yeah. You know, and I it, think it depicts the horrors of World War II. You know, it's it's like a companion piece to Schindler's List. You know, because yeah. it's like, well, here's what here here here's what Normandy was, and here's the horrors that the Jews were going through. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, like, and both of those movies, like. I never need to watch them ever again. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, it, it leaves a bad taste. Like, I mean, especially Schindler's List, but like, but I, I think about like the sacrifice that like, people, like, men made. Like, I mean, the invasion of Normandy, like, what were you on, if you were on that first boat, like, you would have to be like, oh, I hope I got my paperwork in order. Well, I mean, yeah. That was just careful what I said. That was just sacrifice there. Yeah, 
But you had like, but like you knew it as well, and you made the sacrifice. Right. Like that was what that like. I mean, we love to knock previous generations. We love to knock boomers for what. But at the same time, like, I don't know if my generation would have done that. Oh no. I certainly don't think the generations after me would do that. No. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not knocking our generation or those generations, but like that generation of people. Huh. Like, it, it's very. It was like, there's evil, and we need to stomp it out, and this is how we're going to do it. Right. And it's going to cost a lot of people a lot of lives, and we're really sorry about that. Right. And I always, every time I think about the uh, Normandy, I always think of, <laughs> I always think of Braveheart. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Send the Irish. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Keep our troops back. Send the yeah. Irish in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I think about. Yeah. And it's horrible right. to think about. It is. Um, but the sacrifices men made. Yeah. I mean, it's... unmistakable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, it's... The ultimate bra- The ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. It's, it's the ultimate show of bravery and the ultimate sacrifice that, like... You ought, you got off that fucking boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Then you took the beach. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, so like, but so because of that, like, as great as that movie is, like, you're right, it's a little long in the tooth at times, but as great as that movie is, I have a hard time watching it because, like, I, I think to myself, could I have done this? And then the answer is probably no. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's. I almost feel shame in saying that as I watch that movie. Right. Like, I think that's part of the problem with it is like, you know, you wa- I watch it and I was listening. This is the horrors that were taking place, and this is the sacrifice these men made to try to stomp out this form of evil. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know. I would you know, I would have been Corporal Kling- Klinger to that shit. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. I don't know how. There's a certain kind of person that can command people into their certain death. Yeah. Knowing that they would probably die too. Yeah. As sergeant or platoon commander. Or right. And um, that's crazy to me. I mean, the mental anguish that you have to feel from that. You know what I mean? Like, knowing that you're leading these men to their death. Like, how did, how did you sleep the night before? Again. But, I mean, same thing in, in uh, um, Civil War. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was fought here. Yeah. But all those millions of people, I mean, like, yeah, you're, by the end of it, you were killing children. Yeah. You're killing 13-year-olds with rifles. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you get through something like that? You, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, the amount of bravery and sacrifice that those men made. Generations lost. I remember Nanny talking about... When I say Nanny, I mean my, my great-grandmother. Uh-huh. Your grandmother. Uh-huh. Talking about her father. My great aunt. Your great aunt, yeah. 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 
Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, no, Grant. Yeah, Grant. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And either way, um, nanny. Yeah, nanny. Um, <laughs> but she talked about her father. Uh-huh. Now her father did fight in the Civil War, uh-huh. and he was captured by the South. He fought for the North. He was captured by the South and held in Andersonville Prison. Okay, which it was like deplorable. Yeah, and it was like, like the worst prison in the United yeah, States. Yeah, right. and she talked about like there would be times <laughs> where she like you could see that there was a darkness. Because of whatever it was that he went through during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, wow. That's... Because it, it's not depicted. Like, I mean... You know, you watch this, like... You, you go back, like, you know... I think back, like, in, in the 80s, like, when I was in, in school, they are like, okay, uh, for class, we need you to watch the North and the South. You know, we're going to discuss it as part of his, our history class. And, like... That certainly wasn't depicting the horrors of the Civil War, you know. Right. But, I mean, (laughs) it was horrific. Well, I mean, I took... My dad never talked about war. Right. Um, Because he had some PTSD issues. Yeah. Um... My dad was older, as you know. Yeah. Not in Civil War, but... No. He had family. Yeah. And, and I, I'm sure my dad was born in 32. Um, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so... You, so... I, 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 what, I think your dad served in... No, he, Korea? No, Vietnam. Vietnam, okay. No, but what I'm saying is, like... But my relatives... Right. Served... Right. In the Civil War. And... A couple of them were preachers, and one was a doctor, and right. other were just others were just soldiers. Right, but um, but they all served in the Civil War. Yeah, fighting in the South, of course. Virginia was where they were from. Right. Um, and so I'm sure my dad heard stories throughout the years. Yeah, you know, because I mean, he was born. You know, you understand what the timeline yeah. wise. Right. And, uh, anyway, he met us up here for Gettysburg. Yeah. And, uh, it was not a good trip. No. No. Dad just, he bailed out about halfway through. and was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go back to the hotel for a while. Yeah. And I don't think it had anything to do with, um, I don't think it had anything to do with, you know, the political situation. Yeah. Of the Civil War. I think it had everything to do with the amount of death that was involved. Right. I mean, you look at Gettysburg. I mean, you know, one of the bloodiest battles of the Civil War. And, I mean, I'm sure your father, based upon what, you know, he heard from relatives, was probably, yeah, you know, imagining that in his head. What, you know, what looks like just a part to us now. Like the steel in the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the amount of steel. Yeah. Bullets that were in the air. Iron. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the air. It was just, it was nuts. So I mean, like, so I, it just really bothered him. I had to continue the tour. Yeah. You know, with the girls and and um, he just, you know, just bothered him. Yeah. You know, he had to go back, back to hotel. Now, my my grandfather on my mom's side, my 
my pap Sanner. Mm. He fought in World War II in the Pacific. Yeah. In the Navy. Yeah. He was a, a gunner on a on a uh, on a destroyer, I think. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he 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 said he knows he has one confirmed kill. Uh huh. And he said it was a kamikaze. They were coming right at the ship, and he he's like I can remember lining him up in my gun sights, and I could see him. Like I looked him right in the eye uh-huh. before I shot him. Yeah. I because it, it was either me or him. Yeah. You know, he was coming right at the ship, and I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. yeah. He's like, but I wake up at night, and I can still see that man's face. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I mean, like, and I can't even imagine that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I I can't. Right. <laughs> you know, so like, but my grandfather, I, 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 I mean. Like I, I felt bad for the man in a way. Like yeah. I was, I was proud of him for his service, but at the same time, like this haunts him to it haunts him to his probably his dying day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, how do you live with that? Like I mean, and I said so we wonder why like these veterans come back and they're all fucked up in the head. And I mean, you're asking people to do unspeakable things that you know, like I, I can't imagine. You right. Know? No, I mean, if some people take it too far, I mean, you hear some the fucked up shit that took place in Nam. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like in some of what some of our, what some of what our guys were doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, apocalypse now wasn't that far off from reality. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's, it's shit like that, and you're just like, oh, holy fuck! Like I, I can't even imagine. Well, also too, I mean, believe it or not, first blood. Yeah. I mean, like that was a good depiction of a, a guy coming home. Yeah. And just didn't know how to yeah. go back to society. It was a very well done book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like But I mean like John Rambo just could not fucking I'm basing this off the first movie, not yeah. Rambo two, three, and right. seven. But you know, he could not handle coming back. Like he didn't he was out of place. You know right. what I mean? Like But also like like he wasn't welcome. Like it was, it was no, like it was you know, different. yeah. I mean you know it was like you know, you know we don't want your kind around here. You know you're right, baby killers. Yeah, I mean and it was like I just want to visit a friend. Right, and it's so weird, but propagate political, you know, media or whatever. Like, you know, when the Gulf War, I mean, there was parades in New York. Like they tried to recreate like the World end War of II, World yeah. War Two. My dad was so pissed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. My dad was like slapping the face. Like I came home after Vietnam, and to nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't celebrated. I was hated. Yeah. Even though I was a doctor, he's like I was hated. Yeah. You know what I mean? They saw the colors and yeah, you were a baby killer. You know? Yeah. Like hate him. And it's just it's just weird how we perceive things. <laughs> and people were not going this last political we won't be going to war with Russia. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like I mean I I don't think this is political in any sense. Like you know, I think I think I always look at it more as anybody like I, I anybody who enlists in the service. You have to be enlisting with the understanding that 
even in peacetime, there is a possibility that you are going to be called to war. You're going to be called to defend something. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Whatever it may be. But that's why we have our military. Right, but that's what the military is. So when you start, so like, just with that that aspect of it in mind, like even if you're saying to yourself, well, you know, it, it, it's peacetime, you know, like, like the 90s, you know, like we were at peacetime, and then like, you know, we started sending troops everywhere. Yeah. To, you know, knock out genocides and stuff, and, you know, next thing you know, they're in battle for their lives. I mean, you've Black Hawk down, you know. So it's stuff like that where, like, no matter what level of, of your service, like I have, I, I, you, my hats off to you because I couldn't do it. Yeah. I thought about it. Like out of high school, I thought about it. I thought about joining the, the Air Force. Yeah. You know, I, I took the, um, the test, uh-huh. scored very high. Yeah. They were like drooling. But I can't, we need you to come in. We're going to lean you down a little bit and, you know, we're going to do this and this and this and. You know, I think I was gonna. They wanted me to be, um, you know, air police or some some shit. Uh-huh. I was like, at the end of it, I was like, and they're like, uh, you know, I just don't feel like taking orders like that. <laughs> you know, like I'm kind of done. You know, but you know, who knows what would have happened? But I mean, like I just, I there was a part of me that's like, I couldn't have done it anyway. Like if 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 you asked me to pull the trigger, I don't know if I could have done it. Right. You know, and anybody who could, like I, you know. Purely out of self-defense, I, I I salute you because like you know I. It's not it's not in, in my DNA. Okay. You know what I mean. No, I understand. Yeah, and I and I know enough military guys, and I've talked to them, and. In a way, I'm kind of glad I didn't because like, they're all fucked in the head. Every every I mean in. Functional, but like at the end of the day. Fucked in the head. Yeah. Some of them are. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, uh, yeah. You know, you can be <clears throat> on base overseas, you know, safe and secure. You go a mile away from base. Yeah. You're fighting for your life. Yeah. You never know what's coming. Yeah. So. That sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how you can... Uh, it's just a life. So I commend anybody that does it. Yeah, so do I. Like, I, you know... And, I mean, you're defending our country. Yeah. And anybody that knows me knows I'm pro-military. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But it just wasn't for me. No. I couldn't have done it. Yeah. I think I probably could have done it. I just... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dad, dad never wanted me to go out there. No. My dad didn't try to dissuade me. He never... My, dad didn't say... He just said, don't go in the military. Yeah. I don't know why. He spent 20 fucking two years in it. Yeah. Like, I, I my, my dad was just like, you know, if you're going to do it, knowing you, you're going to want to join the Air Force. He's like, that's probably the one that's going to be best suited for you. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, Air Force, that sounds good. I like planes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not going to fly. You're not going to fly. 
you know, even he had a buddy when he when he worked at LaRoche. Mm. He had a friend who was in the uh, the Air Force Reserves, you know, out, out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he wanted me to join still as an Air Force Reserve to be like a loader. Uh-huh. And my dad was like, why would he do that? Like, what what, what possible skill can you have lo- loading missiles on the airplanes? <laughs> yeah, what does that translate to in the real world? He's like, well, nothing, but, like, I could use them. <laughs> I was like, no. No. I mean, the reason to join is to gain a skill. Yeah. Or pay for college. The flip side of that, though, is that guy <laughs> did get me the uh, the Thunderbirds autographs. Nice. Yeah. When they were in town, he got all, I got I got a picture stashed away, but it's like, you know, so it's all the Thunderbirds who were on the team, I think it was 1994. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> Back then, they still flying F-16s. Blue Angels or Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Because Air Force. Blue, Air Blue, Force. A- Blue Angels and Navy. Navy. Hmm. All right, so let's uh, <laughs> just move on to something nerdy. Yeah. So I found this. I thought this was amazing. You know. As everybody who's listened, as a long anybody who's been a long time listener to this show will tell you that Godzilla, you know, it, it is our spirit animal. Yeah. It, he, he's the official spirit animal of this podcast. We always have a Godzilla with us, no matter what type of Godzilla. You know, when we're recording at my my old apartment here, there's, there's multiple Godzillas in the room. You know, <laughs> uh, there's always a Godzilla nearby. Sherlock Godzilla. Sherlock Godzilla. You know, so. Godzilla is our spirit animal. I wonder why they've never made a Godzilla Lego. I don't. That would be amazing. Huh? I would buy that. You know what I mean? Like a big one. Yeah. Like that tall, as yeah. big as that thing is over there, that yeah. Sour Patch thing. Yeah. You know, like like eighteen, twenty four inches. Yes. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. So they can make a bonsai tree. They fucking make a Godzilla. For yeah. So, a company called Cool Props... Called Bandai. <laughs> anyway. A company called Cool Props and Toho have come up with a, a new idea where you can actually buy a replica of the Godzilla head from the suit that somebody wears. Oh, wow. So... Like so, like for, for, to, to kind of make sense. So it would be a life-size Godzilla head, but not like Godzilla-sized. It'd be like human-sized. Mm. Like so, like, you know, for those who don't, I mean, I'm sure you know. You know, with with especially still in Japan, they still do a man in the suit. Yeah, they don't do CGI with Godzilla. It's a man in the suit. So, but they've done so many of them over the years, some different versions of Godzilla that you can like have a collection of like these, like a bust. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, from of the the Godzilla heads, thirty five hundred dollars, <laughs> which is not surprising. But I mean, it, it'll be huge. Like I mean, you'd be looking at something that would be like, you know, probably yeah. two feet around. Yeah, yeah. You know, and probably two to three feet high. Yeah. You know, it'd be a big ass piece. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be really fucking cool to have. 
Yeah, right. You know, like like if I was like somebody who was like uber rich, I'd be like, yeah, I, I need that in my solarium. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, that, that would be pull everything together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now obviously I can't afford this, but there have been other like replica movie props that I've always wanted in my life. Okay. Like Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Okay. Like, I've always wanted, like, I know years ago, like in the 90s, Lucasfilm sold replicas, life-size replicas huh. of Han Solo Frozen and Carbonite. It was like 1500 bucks at the time, which would probably be $3,500 in today's money. Right. You know? So, my, I guess my question is, like, what sort of off-the-wall kind of replica mm. would you... Want and what could what would be something you would like you've thought about that like hey I can afford that prop replica maybe I should buy that but maybe you didn't pull the trigger on oh I thought that you were going another way with that like like but I mean like what, what would be like the dream one like what, what's so ridiculous that you like I'd love to have a prop replica of that but something that also like I probably could have got that if I wanted to I was thinking the Ugnaught. I'm okay. just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walrus, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I've never seen... God, I wish I made the money back when Warner Brothers was... Oh, the Warner Brothers store? I, yes. Oh, yeah. Like the film souls from Batman oh. the Animated Series and shit like that, yeah. I wish, I wish yeah. that I was making the money that I yeah. make now back then. Yeah. Because um, they were like two hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, that, that was, that's not that's not ex- cheap, but it's not expensive either. And like, that's some for, good cells in there. And, and for like a cell like that, like that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be a, a, a nice like you know collector's piece. Yes, I, I agree with you. Like that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. <clears throat> I mean. You know, I've never seen too many, like, replicas. I probably have, but I just don't yeah. remember. Because anything over, like, five or $600, I'm like... Yeah. I try not to even look at it. Because yeah. I'll know. I know that I'll never... Yeah. Yeah. Get something like that. I guess the thing for me is I would love to have... I would love to have a full-size replica... Of Alien. Okay. Um, and I would love to have a full-size Predator. Okay. At least a bust. Yeah. Um, of the original Predator. Yeah. Um, I know it seems cliche, but, you know, I, I grew up watching those fucking movies. Right. You know, most people go, oh, I'd want Terminator. I want that. Nah. I, I'm, I want more of in the horror genre, horror sci-fi genre. Right. And that's probably what I would want. And, you know... To tell you the truth, a dream of mine has always been to have um, a uh, uh, bust of a Cylon. Okay. An original Cylon. Yeah. With the red. Yeah. Um, I think that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. By your command. Yes. Yeah. Um, that used to be one of my things on my phone. Yeah. But um, I just, I don't know. I. I love the fucking Cylons. <laughs> anyway, yeah. 
But so that has always been a dream of mine. I mean, Godzilla would be cool. Ultraman would be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, think of the stuff we kind of grew up on. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. I, I, I tried to think outside of, like, the cliched stuff. Like, like you know, a, a prop replica of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Like, the hilt. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want the, the, the blade attack. I just want the hilt. Like, yeah. like a, a masterfully done recreation of that. I I know they sell them. Yeah. You know, and they're not that expensive. I mean, like probably like two, three hundred dollars. Um, like I said, like, I mean, the, the Han Solo and Carbonite would be, has always been like a, you know, a fantasy. Like, that would be awesome to have. Both Fed Helmet would be probably pretty cool. Yeah. Like, the, um, like an off the wall thing that's like kind of like in a completely different genre. I've always wanted to have a replica of like the big gold belt that Ric Flair wore. Okay. Like having a Ric Flair robe would be amazing, but and <laughs> like, but I know like that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like I, that's well outside of my price range. Yeah. But like a, a replica of the big gold belt that like Flair wore in like the eighties and the nineties, like like that would be amazing to have to me. Right, right. You know, and then again, I, I, I something like that's around like three hundred bucks. Uh-huh. You know, it's like if I wanted to save up my money and get it, I probably could. Mm. You know, but I don't. You know, because it's like to me, like it's like, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do with the big gold belt? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. I always thought like having like you're talking Battlestar Galactica, the original version. I've always wanted to have like a replica. Viper pilot helmet. Okay. Because they had like that Egyptian look to them. Yeah. Like with like the, the weird side panels. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was kind of a cool thing. I'd love to have one of those. Mm. Um, I'd love to have like if like, I, I, be impossible to get, but like a replica of like the Viper model. Yeah. Like with, you know, if, if like, or like, I mean, if you could get like, an actual model that they use for the special effects for the Vipers. Like, that would be... Because I always, I, I always thought, like, that was a cool-looking ship. Oh, imagine having one of those Death Stars. Not Death Star, but... Uh, Base Star? Uh, Star Destroyer. Oh, like the... The gigantic oh, yeah. Star Destroyers they made? Oh, oh yeah. Those original, original Star Wars... Yeah. Not toys, but... The, yeah, the, 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 the models, models that they use. Like, I mean, you know, all that stuff that's at Rancho Obi-Wan and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, that'd be amazing. Remember that... Um, they did... Remember those, uh, that, that behind-the-scenes shit they did of Star Wars? Yeah. Seeing those models and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, man. I'd love to get my hands on those. I'd like to get a hands on an original solo gun too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not the Princess Leia gun. No, the, Han the silencer Han. on it. I yeah, want the the Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a badass looking gun. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, it is. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's like one of the again, like, like to me, it's like iconic almost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Man. 
or a replica of Shonuff's get up in the last dragon. Oh shit. Hanging in a in a fucking curio cabinet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, have it encased. Yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know that sounds corny, but yeah. fuck, that would be badass. If you know Ian though, that makes fucking perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Fuck yeah. Beastmaster's sword. Yeah. I'd be into that. Excalibur. Oh yeah. Like from the like the a movie the, replica of, of that. Of the Excalibur? Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean looking back, you know, looking at all this stuff. I mean, yeah, there's like a lot of stuff where like I, I I'd like to have Gandalf's hat too. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck yeah. And the staff. Yeah. You shall not pass. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I guess I there's get, a lot of things I would like to have. Yeah. Like I could imagine like if I had the money, like if if, if like somehow like I like somebody like said like, yeah, here here here's The Horn of Gondor. Oh, <laughs> like here, here's 40 million dollars oh. you know ha, have fun for the rest of your life like I don't know like, yeah, I'd have like, like an original proton pack yeah you know yeah. DeLorean yeah I, and Indiana Jones's whip and hat oh yeah but I mean, yeah it would be like shit like that that you'd like be like well, what, what, what kind of trouble can I get myself into you oh. know It'd be all about collecting. Yeah. For me. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I would literally, like, have a house just for, like, <laughs> I need something really fucking big so I can fill it with shit. Yes. And, I, you know, you see these, you see on the news all the time, um, <clears throat> people have their uh, man caves. Yeah. Like, this, it's always the Steeler man caves. Yeah. It's like, Steeler fans, da-da-da-da, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Or like people like like you know they turned their theater room into a bat cave or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. I man, I fucking love to have a room like that where it's just, you know, all, yeah, all my stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like oddball shit, like, like you know, hey, hey look at that. That that's a uh, a gun star. Yeah. Like you know, I have a model of a gun star that you know I paid like fifty thousand dollars for. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that, I shouldn't say that because that doesn't fucking exist. They were all computer generated. Were they? Yeah, that was the first movie to have computer. No, no, no. But a gun star landed. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think they built like three yeah. stories of it. Yeah, yeah. Or having, imagine having a video game like Lewis was playing. Oh yeah, the, if if you could like, oh, if you could oh. find like an actual like, you know, whatever a Starfighter console game like that. Yeah, oh, that'd be a good one to get. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! That'd be badass. That would. I think it'd be cool to have like like I said about the show enough costume. Yeah. Like. 
costumes that you've always not like wanted to wear, but I mean like necessarily just have them in curious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Original or replica. Right. You know, Leia's costume. Yeah. From Jedi. Um, Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, Han Solo's original digs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Yeah. Badass Tuscan Raider outfit. Yeah. It'd be so awesome to have, like, Indiana Jones, you like, know, that kind of shit. Kirk's uniform from the motion picture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, those uniforms are so fucking hideous. A whole wall of fucking James Tiberius Kirk's uh, toupees. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk's toupees over the years. Over the years. <laughs> That'd be tremendous. Oh, the curly one. That's the whale one. Yeah. <laughs> more than the whales. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, How did this TJ Hooker one get in here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it'd be cool to have shit like that. Yeah. I think it'd be, like, really neat. I am moves. Nah. I find it amazing. So I, every once in a while, you'll watch his pawn, you know, pawns. Not pawn shops, but not, not pawn shops where they go in and they buy garages or... Oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Storage Wars. Not just Storage Wars, but there's yeah. other places. There's other shows that have, like... You know, I forget what that guy was called, but he would just go in and they call these people up and and uh, he like have a whole I don't like junkyards. Would for instance, the one I saw, a couple of them I saw were on junkyards, and they went in this junkyard and had this two like old buildings just filled with shit and like there's just oh, like American pickers. Yes. Okay. That's the type of shit. And okay. then they go into these houses and garages and they just find shit. Like, and they find, sometimes they find like old movie memorabilia and shit yeah. like that. Some places are just filled with those 10 signs that are yeah. worth, absolutely worth a fortune. Yeah. Like Exxon and Coca Cola yeah. or Pennzoil or yeah. Gulf, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. The ones that included with the, you know, the thermometer or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had that kind of shit. I would just love to have. You yeah, know, like collector's pieces. Yeah. I've never been a Coca-Cola fan. No. You know, like the bears and all this. You know, people are just, they're like Disney. I mean, they just collect yeah. them, you know? Yeah. But I would love to have a bottle machine. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, a, like an old school. Like at Weinberg's. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Where you put the money in, you open the door, door. and you pulled out the bottle. Yeah. Oh, I'd kill for that. Yeah. Get the glass bottle if you had the... Fuck the yeah. Cap opener. Yep, right there on the yeah. machine. Yeah. yeah. We'd love to have that. That's something that I like on Coca-Cola. Yeah. The other shit, I, I care less. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. The old bottle stuff is what I like. Yeah. <clears throat> but but back to movie stuff, I mean, I would love to have it. I mean, who wouldn't want a Vader head? Who wouldn't want a Stormtrooper head? Yeah. I mean, I would love to have a Stormtrooper costume. Yeah. You? I mean, like, what else? 
I try. I try to think of like some like off the wall stuff that like, like um, like Flash Gordon's Jets jersey. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, um, Ming's ring. Ming's ring. You'd yeah. get all the ladies with that motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Pimping all night. Watch out, ladies. I'm going to Beamers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like uh, uh, one, whatever those, the, like the football things that flash through. Yeah, there's melons. There's melons. Like, I'd love to have like just one of those, just like just sitting randomly in my house. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what the fuck is that? Huh, you know, flash cord. You're not eclectic enough to, yeah. for me to even go into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. How about a fucking life-size bob? From Black Hole. Oh, that, yeah. How fucking cool would that have been? I know. Like that, something like that would be like amazing, you know. Oh my god. I would yeah. love. I would kill for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I mean, I, mean, I, would... I know. Like people say, oh, you should. What about Max? Well, probably no one would say. What about Maximilian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like. I would like to have Bob because I, I think that was literally the center of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a in a in a, in a weird sense, it was right. all about the robots. It was nothing about the people. Yeah, I could care less what they were doing to fucking whoever. It was all about the fucking robots when you're that yeah. age. Um, but I would love to have a fucking life size Bob just hanging out in the corner. I'd, I'd love to have like a, a model like a. Like the a replica of like the shooting model of the Nostromo. Oh yeah, yeah. Or not the Nostromo. That whatever. The, what was the name of the fucking ship in the black hole? The Nostromo was from uh, uh Aliens. I don't remember. I can't remember. I remember the little ship was called the Pinto. Yeah. And th- maybe whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like the big ship, whatever that was called. I can't remember. Um, That'd be cool to have a model of it. Yeah. Like the big ass shooting model, which you know was massive. Like it's probably the size of this table. Right, right. You know, um, like something like that. That'd be like kind of cool. Um, God, movies through all the years. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, like, there's so many iconic things that I, you know, you probably want to have, like the Gimp outfit from Pulp Fiction. No, yeah, there you go. I mean, that that would be. <laughs> I'd be in Thad's closet right now. But I would love to have a curio with John Travolta's suit and her yeah. uh, capris and, you know what I mean, yeah. what she was wearing, like, in the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be badass. The insulin syringe? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, no, I mean, I mean yeah. like, it's, I know, but that's dumb shit that I would, no. like, buy in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um. But, like, uh. Like like a replica of like Conan's sword. Oh yeah, you know. Like that would be like you know badass to have. Oh fuck yeah, would. you know. Have that displayed in the case. Yeah. You know? The Goonies map. Yeah, I'd love to have. Oh that. yeah. Oh, you have it displayed like it was like the fucking uh, Declaration of Independence. Yes. You know, you have it like in like this bulletproof glass and yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a coin, like a coin. Yeah. Yeah. 
That'd be not a coin, but the the amulet. What, what yeah. was that? I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, like, yeah, it's like shit like that would be like just fantastic. Anna. That. Yeah. Sorry, I had to call out for my kid there. That's a problem. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, you think of all the movies throughout the years. Yeah. And it's like. You know, what would you, you know, what would you pull out? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, there's just so many movies, Sean. I mean, you think about all the movies we watched growing up. Even like oddball stuff, like like, like a replica of the, the model for the Jupiter from Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, I'm talking the original, like the 60s TV show. Or, I mean robot yeah the robot you know um yeah so it's, it's stuff like that that like you're just like that'd be so cool to have and just an original mogwai yeah yeah oh yeah i mean imagine having like an original gizmo yeah because you know man you know they made at least 50 or 60 of those goddamn things oh yeah you know yeah <laughs> or more yeah just not the ones eating the chicken. Everything else <laughs> yeah. grossed me out. Yeah. But uh, I, just so many movies throughout our childhood that, I mean, you would kill for that shit. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. We'll never see it. Like just having like a replica of the Ark. Noah's Ark? Ark of the Covenant. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like from Ra- from Raiders. Like like, like having like a replica of, of that. Yeah. Where would you put that motherfucker? Well, I mean, again, I've got the space for it because somebody's given me like $50 million. Yeah. You know, so it's like, as you walk into my foyer, there's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'd fucking put, you know, you know how you could buy those lights now for your TV and shit? Yeah. You know, to put around your TV? Yeah. I have fucking gold... Yeah. Be fucking blazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, can you just imagine like, somebody walks in and like, is that the fucking Ark of the Covenant? Like, yes. Yes, it is. Please don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't touch it if I were you. Yeah. I had to pull some strings. Yeah. <laughs> Things melt. Just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't eat ice cream next to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't if I were you. I wouldn't burn a candle near that. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I'd love to have shit like that. Yeah. Believe me. I mean, I would fucking. I I you know I get geeked when I find something from my childhood. Yeah. Let alone something that's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I would love to, like, have, like, the money so I could have, like, like a level of ridiculousness, like, of, of shit that you're just like, what were you thinking when you bought that? I wasn't thinking of anything. I think it looked cool. Yeah. You know. And it's something that's part of me. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, like, there's stuff, like, that I could buy, like, I just saw, it's, like, 99 bucks. And it's a replica of the Batarang 
from Batman 1989. Okay. So Keaton's Batman, like that, that, the way it even has like the hinge so it unfolds and everything just like Keaton's did. Uh huh. Like, it's like a complete prop replica. Uh huh. It's like cheap. It's like 99 bucks. I'm like, fuck, I can afford that. What's <laughs> prevent me from getting it? Right, and right. Think, like, well, what are you going to do with it? But then, like, I just bought, like, Eagle Moss is a company that makes, like, these, like, replicas of, like, spaceships and shit. Uh-huh. Like, like, they do a bunch of different stuff. But, like, they have a contract with Paramount for Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. I bought two different versions of the Enterprise. Oh, did you? Yeah, like, I bought the OG version, like, the TV version. Yeah. And then the, the, the Enterprise A, or the, the movie version. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I, I love the movie version. The movie version is my favorite version of the Enterprise. Uh-huh. And, uh... I thought I should get the OG, like the, the TV version. And like they also have like the J.J. Abrams version, which is like, yeah, like, well, it's the fucking Enterprise. How much different can it get? Well, it, it looks a lot different. Mm. Like, especially the way that the cells are lined up and everything. And then, like, they also have a version for the, the Discovery version of the Enterprise, which is also in Strange New Worlds, which is a really cool version of the ship. Like, like, like I want to like, like build this like fleet of like, these like miniature enterprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I get the Enterprise D and the E, you know, and like just have them all like as like a collection. I think that'd be like badass. And like they're not they're, the ones I bought were like twenty five bucks a piece. Some of the, the uh, bigger ones like the, the D and the E, they're like sixty bucks. Like so, I mean, they're not like ex- uber expensive at all. Right, right. And it's like it's this odd little thing. I'm like, well, why are you collecting this shit? I'm like, ah, because I like it. Right, right. You know, that's cool. Yeah. I like to have an original still of a Scooby Doo. Yeah. The cartoon. Yeah. You know, like a film. Yeah. Slice. I think that would be cool. But you, like, you're right. Like I go back. I'm like, man, if I could have had this kind of money, if I was making this kind of money now, I'm making now back in like 1996. Oh. Oh. My walls would just be covered. Especially when they were going out of business. Yeah. Oh. Just covered with that shit. There was so much stuff in there. There was. And like, I always used to look in the shelves, of course, the curios that they had, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. It'd be like, you know, $125. And I'm like, oh, I could never. Yeah. Yeah, who the fuck could afford this shit? No wonder they're going out of business. Yeah. But now, I mean, that shit's a bargain. Like, you remember, you think back to that shit, and you're just like, man. I know, I yeah. know, I know, I know, I know. It was a poor dishwasher back then, but now. I know, I'm thinking about it. I mean, just the, the amount of stuff they had in those stores. Yeah. Mm. So much good shit. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Especially in that front left section. Yeah. They always had really good stuff. Yeah. And, like, they would hang that shit. Like, it was, like, a museum piece. Like, this animation cell stuff. Like, it was, like, a whole wall of it. And it was, like, going into, an, like, a, a museum. Yeah, yeah. Where you could just, like, well, I, I like I'd like to buy that. Yeah, but it was, like, still, like, it was, like, just this, on display. Like, it was in a museum. You're just, like, oh, my God, this is history. Yeah. Imagine getting one of those, you know, like, Joker ones. Yeah. And having it signed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Killer. Killer. Uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Is there anything you'd like to add to the proceeding there, sir? Uh, no, I'm good. 
All right, well, remember, gang, next Saturday, we're going to be at the Nerd Corner again. Come out and visit. We'd love to see you. I'll be there around 4.30. Ian shows up sometime after 5. We are going to have a special guest, uh, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. It's, uh, I'll tell I'll give a hint. It is food-oriented. Mm. Yes. So, that'll be exciting. Okay. Um, so, again, that's the Nerd Corner on Lincoln Way in White Oak, PA. Uh, if, you need, if you need directions, reach out to me. I'll, I'll see what I can do to help you out there. Uh, but it's, it's really easy to find. Um, and if you want to send us an email, you can do so uh, by sending an email to us at pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. We're very, very easy to find. Um, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give me a Google search, and you can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for your support. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.